0: The VOD Squad is brought to you with support from our amazing patrons. Join us live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central on Twitch. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the VOD Squad, the show where we talk about streaming technology. This is episode 224 on March 3rd, 2021. I am Clyde. Today, I am joined by Matthew Ross. Hey, everybody. And Jimmy Trammell.
1: Hey, guys. How's it going?
0: It's Not bad. going all right. You know, it's March. You know what that means? Uh, no, don't say March madness. It, it nope. Nope. It's March, which means only another month and a half of winter. Oh. <laughs> By May We should be Up into the 50s and beyond Oh congratulations the month, uh, March is the Is the trickster month Where it gets creeps up Like today it was 40 It's supposed to be in the 50s on the weekend But it's also going to snow tonight So it gets in the 40s It's Like ha 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 hey everybody look It's warming up it's warming up Blizzard. i'm glad you can see that light at the end of that tunnel man i mean you figure i moved into this house uh in may uh two years ago and it was like 30 something degrees in the morning when i was moving and that was middle of may so we still got some time to go
2: no that's Mm -hmm. okay
0: yeah I, i can't i can't um count how many times there was a blizzard on my uh my children's birthday, which is April first, it just adds insult to injury, right?
2: Well, and 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 April first, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Was not that plan? only
0: not only being born on April first, but like every year there's like some sort of crazy blizzard.
2: Yeah, I, I'm just curious. Was that planned?
0: No, they were okay. premature. Uh, okay, very, 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 very
2: Aww.
1: premature.
0: Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, they're probably fine now. No, though, they right? were they were due on Mother's Day, and oh. that was the early that was their premature date was Mother's Day. Okay, you- although it's better than they uh, they tried to come uh, same high in February, which Ooh. would have been really bad.
1: Yes, that yeah. would have been bad. Like uh, why did I have
0: this picture in my mind
1: of, of Clyde's wife sitting there screaming, I'm not April fooling. I'm not April fooling. No, 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 no. <laughs> what you need to imagine is me.
0: Cause it was in the, it was a Sunday morning. <laughs> I think it was a Sunday. Yeah. But it was a weekend, but it was a morning like before 10 o'clock and I'm calling people to say, Hey, uh, the kids are here. And everybody telling me, like swearing at me, uh, multiple expletives. To it's too early for these kind of jokes, and people um, hanging up on me, thinking yeah. it was a. Of course, like the, sort of, nobody's
2: yeah. taking you seriously. It's the worst day ever to have a serious thing happen. Really.
0: Yeah. Uh, I and I, I I've told you guys about my April Fool's joke on. Them on their mother. She didn't appreciate it. The doctor snickered and the the nurses kind of giggled, but she
2: no. I I, I, you'll have to tell me later. We'll 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 talk about it later. (laughs) Well, should we talk about news?
0: Uh, Yeah. If you don't want to, we can talk about something else. Seriously. Uh, I mean, what what else are we going to talk about? Sony, Playstations. (laughs) Well, we
2: can. We actually have a story about Sony PlayStations. It looks like Sony is uh, is taking their Sony PlayStation, uh, which comes with a nice little uh, one terabyte SSD hard drive inside. And you would think, hey, that's enough storage. Nope. Nobody's going to need more than one terabyte. Uh up until now, the one terabyte drive ins- inside the uh, Sony PlayStation 5 has been locked and where you cannot take it out and replace it or upgrade it with a different uh, model, and it looks like Sony is planning on allowing you to upgrade that drive with a newer version uh, later this summer. Right now, that one terabyte drive uh, comes w- uh, right out of the batch uh, box with a good portion of it already used, like a third of it, and... Mm. The games are getting huge guys. Yeah. I mean the well, call, your call of Duty is 133 gigabytes by itself, which Well the
0: uh, difference is and this is something we talked about previously uh because the the difference between the 1 terabyte PS4 that I have and the 1 terabyte PS5 that is the fact that my PS4 plays the games off of the disc. Ah. Yes, you have to load a significant part of the game data to the hard drive to make it load quicker. But the the PS5, the game is completely on the hard drive. Um, now, the and, but here's the thing, and this is what we talked about previously was, yes, you could add a external drive, right. but you can't play PS5 games off of the external drive. So you had to physically move games. You could push games on there to free up space. Uh, But if you decided, oh, hey, I want to play this game now. Oh, it's on the external drive. Okay, I have to move this game off to the external drive, move that game back on. And it's been a thing that people have just been going crazy about. It's either it was either you need to let us play the games off of the external drive. Now, older games like PS4 games, you can play off of the external drive. Yeah, makes sense. Um, or you need to allow us to install uh, uh, or replace the hard drive uh, with a bigger one. Now, um, I, my that,
2: understanding is that it's a very specialized SSD inside no, of that thing.
0: No, it's it's an M2.
2: Uh yeah, but that's that's not what they've remarketed it as. They've marketed it as this Well, no, it's story. it's
0: it's an NVMe. It's an NVMe M2, and that's what this uh article talks about is right. that uh you'll be able to it's already the slot is already there. Right. Yeah,
2: I, I, I I'm just saying it's uh in other words, Sony is lied to us through marketing. Yeah. Okay. That that's not really now
0: word. I'm the the hard drive that they have pre-installed oh maybe like some nvme special sauce whatever okay. but there is an M- nvme expansion slot okay and that's not available to people use it's currently not uh <sighs> they have yeah. Sony flip the bit. It's not that hard. Come on, yeah. it I mean, says you didn't even at, let them do that and
2: still use the, it as like the article storage. is
0: quoted as saying. As previously announced, we are working to enable M two SSD storage expansion for the PlayStation Five. Guys, hmm. it's a, it's 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 not that hard. I mean, they're dragging their feet. Well, it's something that they had planned on doing in the future and looking benevolent, but right. n- they're being forced to do it uh, now. And
2: you know. I bet you I know what it is it's totally they have their own unique operating system they probably don't have the low level uh calls uh, or the mid level mm. calls set up to actually you know, access the drive, format the drive, probably some unique format just for PlayStation, mm-hmm. probably some kind of encryption that they need to put on the drive because you don't want to steal games off of it, obviously, right? Yeah. Even though it's already going to external drives, so I don't see why that no, would be I mean, but the thing
0: is, if Flip the bank, if, guys, but here's the thing. If you're going to require that the games be completely installed on the internal drive to play them, there needs to be Way more capacity, you know. You, you can't be like, oh well, two or three games is <laughs> is enough. That's all you need.
2: If you're one of those people who plays two or three games, so I, yeah. I, you know, I am so happy I went to Nintendo this time.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, still amazing I, to me. You know, the first computer I bought I had like a a twenty
0: megabyte drive in it or something like that. <sighs>
2: That You know, wow. that's a lot bigger than the 10
0: megabytes the first drives were. So, you know, yeah. whew, but, you know, I mean, Sony, I mean, they're, they're the, the things that they will do uh always they I'm, I'm always speechless, you know, going back to the whole like when they physically removed linux from the ps3 and blah 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 i mean they've gone it it, when when i read this story uh, this next story i thought there was no doubt in my mind that only sony only sony would put a patent application featuring a banana playstation controller well literally a banana
2: no, no, you're talking about the old controller that was like... No, that's the like first the thing
0: I thought about. And this article actually shows a picture of that. That's the boomerang <laughs> one that I, I spoke of about a year ago. Right. Because I thought it was a Nintendo, but it was a Sony. No, 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 no. Uh, their latest uh, patent application uh, features a banana in the, uh, in the mock-up. Right. It's basically they're patenting a method that turns a non-luminous passive object being held by a user into a controller. So So anything.
2: So it's it's for their VR project or AR projects, which means it can see what you have in your hand. Let's say I have this in Mm -hmm. my hand. It can then virtually put some buttons on there and you can control it like this. And you can virtually press the buttons, and yep. it will be able to use that as input for your game. <laughs> they, and they use a banana as their... they use
0: a banana in the...
2: <laughs> forevermore. I hope this is called the banana input. I just want to say that this this uh, okay. Oh, you want to use banana input? Here you go. It's pretty cool. Use any object. Just pick it up, and just you'll you'll see the buttons appear on it. That's your called banana input.
0: I am the thing is, I'm a. Um... Imagining where the depre I, I I'm familiar with the depravity of the human mind in general. There's gonna be some things used that may be <laughs> banana shaped that are not bananas. Well, <laughs> and it's probably gonna be some sort of I'm predicting an internet meme. Uh, okay. but uh featuring adult novelty items uh, that may or may not have been sourced from parents' bedrooms. Um, yes.
2: Sorry, I had to put in a, a a title. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, uh, uh, all I gotta say is that, um, if you've played the game uh, uh, of uh, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, there are many of those in the game too. So uh, very mm-hmm. interactive. That's all I gotta say. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I've I've not played that game, but I've heard I've read enough stories to go. Yeah, there's an awful lot of those in this game. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like it's this. It would be desirable if a user could use an expensive, simple, and non-electronic device's video game peripheral said in the examples that Sony provides, players could grasp one or two bananas, right. oranges, or other inanimate objects <laughs> and move them about. So <laughs> fruit is what they're saying. They, no, they, they know anything fruit. inanimate. Um,
2: the other problem I have with this idea is that people are going to use things like bananas and, and apples. and They're going to make and, a mess. They're going to bruise the, the fruit real bad, yeah, guys. Yeah. It's just not good.
0: That's why uh, I suggest you go... Uh, uh, find something uh, a little bit more durable. Uh, mm-hmm. probably yeah. already exists in uh, your mother's nightstand. <laughs> I don't know, I don't even want to think about it. All right, uh,
2: <laughs> now <laughs> let's uh, uh, let's talk about Roku uh, for a moment. Wait, what's going on here? Looks like Roku and Nielsen are getting together to become a, a bigger and better.
0: Are, are they did they give a like an exclusive to Leslie Nielsen like uh, Netflix and uh, Adam Sandler
2: is ne- Leslie Nielsen still alive. I don't know if he is good for him because that guy. I don't man. think so. But I don't think so. Yeah. Which think makes it fast. even more amazing. It is absolutely amazing. No, no Nielsen, like Nielsen ratings, is what I'm talking oh. about. It looks like Roku has announced a a a, a a a a partnership with Nielsen, which is going to allow them to have a better uh better access to the uh, ad targeting uh, network that is a part of that. Uh, I, I, I Nielsen have, were they ever in ads themselves as as far as ad targeting or his um, Nielsen, yeah. Or is that it's as far as I understood, it was just literally tracking viewership. That was their
0: thing. Yeah, but they were using that to sell ad space. Okay, that was their whole point. Was the Nielsen would provide you with the with the market share, okay, so that you could sell ad space at a premium, and you could say, well, on this show, according to Nielsen, there's this many people, so it's more expensive than people that are watching the VOD squad that probably won't see uh any ads well
2: (laughs) well the reason why i ask is because it 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 sounds like according to this acquisition is that nielsen actually owns the ad space versus just from what i understood before is nielsen basically was able to provide all the different companies yeah here's the information you want to know previously
0: they were they were providing the metrics right that that companies could use but uh yes in uh in, in this case, it sounds like uh, Nielsen's automatic content recognition will uh, track that uh, will track the shows and ads that are playing across a person's screen mm-hmm. so that you can say that for definitely so and so saw this ad at this time, give us the money for showing the ad. Is essentially what I'm getting from this. So it helps, uh, it will help Roku uh, monetize um, the ads that are being shown better. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's the, yeah. It says in the article, you know, the demographics and what they call advanced demographics, which mm-hmm. goes into income level and shopping interests and that kind of thing.
0: I was I was a Nielsen family when they integrated into TiVo mm-hmm. um, right <laughs> towards the end when I stopped using my TiVo I uh,
2: I only met I saw a Nielsen family and it was noticed that they were filling out of paper form and it was like uh, I
0: a friend of mine uh their parents are I think they're still Nielsen a Nielsen family they have a box that's not. on their TV and anytime there was a show that we weren't sure if that was getting the it's due would tell them, make sure that you tune the TV to this, this channel at this time, right. To make sure that Nielsen got the numbers. Uh, it didn't save better off Ted. Unfortunately, that was one of the greatest shows ever. Sorry, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a story
2: here. Hulu is uh, enabling a feature on um, iOS devices it's uh, the picture in picture mode which is apparently uh, a new kind of a uh, iOS uh, integration Re,
0: feature to- they are re-enabling
2: it oh okay maybe it wasn't all it uh, was it feature. was an,
0: it was already a thing on iOS but after iOS 14 was ah. released they disabled it because it there was issues Yeah, apparently, apparently yeah, they, yeah, they got they that working sorted to out to make it Better for all viewers So if you were one of the people uh, Watching Hulu on your phone And you needed to be able to make Hulu Smaller uh, so that you Could uh, Not see it (laughs) So that you could like scroll on Twitter uh, You just need to get A phone like this (laughs) Much better You could watch it in full screen And still do your uh, Twitter And still do your Twittering down here You need to turn it
2: yeah you know clyde we know mm-hmm. <laughs> well amazon also knows they they know that people who are using the fire tvs wants access to some new channels uh they are uh, providing access to uh uh their the uh, imdb tv channel the zumo channel and uh their the amazon news app i don't I, well i'm surprised these weren't already on uh, considering the amazon,
0: amazon owns imdb tv yeah <laughs> and
2: and the amazon news app that's another thing they're also making it possible for you to use your plex uh services especially including your plex live channels and have them appear uh directly within the amazon uh ecosystem so you can see exactly what uh is live available through your plex app as well
0: so amazon now supports amazon that's mm-hmm.
2: right it's about time that's all I going to say. Uh, Netflix is—they've uh, ma- <laughs> decided to take on TikTok. I don't get that. Uh, they have made you a a a new interface for you to watch little clips of uh, of the fun- funny bits of Netflix shows uh, and quickly uh, go through them, kind of like what you would possibly see on a TikTok. It's full of all kinds of stuff from from. Uh, it's called uh, it's called Fast Laughs. And, uh it's basically a way for you to quickly uh, uh, get, uh get some of the content that's in there hopefully they're use their their great algorithm and i say great within quotes um to uh, get ideas of things that you would be interested in uh but yeah it's uh to, from what it looks like uh when i saw the little preview video here it's just a quick little joke moving on quick little joke moving on right from all the different uh, uh, uh content that's available within netflix
0: i don't know This sounds terrible.
2: (laughs) Uh, It sounds no worse than TikTok, unless TikTok... Actually, I've never been on TikTok, so I can't say I have no
0: desire to TikTok, um, but yeah, no. This just sounds like one more thing I don't want sitting in my continue-watching queue for all of eternity. Until Netflix gives us a way to remove stuff from continue-watching, um, I will not try any features. <laughs> I will not do any of the play for me suggestion stuff. Right. Like I have said over the years, there are shows in my continue watching that have been there for five years. Right, I watched five minutes of it. I hated it. I am never going back. No, I'm not going to continue watching it. So yeah i'm not i'm not giving them anything else to fill in there uh it's just annoying um, okay. screw your Netflix. Claude. sorry clyde <laughs>
2: it's all right no big deal uh it looks like there's a new uh uh bundle you can get through sling uh, sling TV and wineguard which is a company that makes uh, over-the-air antennas uh are working oh. uh, to produce a uh sorry what
0: I thought wine guard was that like thing that you put over your wine bottle so that if they fall over they don't break
2: oh i thought it was that lock you put on your uh, wine bottle so, so you could uh, make sure somebody doesn't get into your wine bottle
0: no uh, I, I don't maybe yeah. maybe do, they do the same thing is it like inflatable that if it feels like g-forces it like inflates <laughs> No, that's
2: not the one I was thinking. It just one oh. that locks you out of the bottle. That's oh, okay. All. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, just prevents you from opening the bottle. <laughs> okay. Uh uh no, this is from a, a company WineGuard who makes uh streaming antennas, so for over the air. Oh. Uh, the bundle will get you two months free of sling by free, you're paying for it, two months free of sling orange or sling blue, which is a $70 value, an air TV anywhere, which is a hundred dollar value. A And a WineGuard Elite 7550 antenna, which is $150 value. All those things put together uh, w- uh, with some cloud storage of, uh, within Air TV. And uh, this whole entire bundle will cost you, uh, let's see, what is it, $149. Bucks. Yeah, so, so for the cost of the antenna. That's actually a really good deal, I got to say. If you want to cut the cord, this is a great way for you to uh, get your feet into it, especially yeah. if you want to do it the over-the-air method, I got to say. All yeah. I got the other mm-hmm. thing I gotta say is it's too bad my my antenna can pick up like a third of the channels
1: I'd want it to pick up too. So you know this does look like a good deal here.
0: Yeah, it's only two months of the sling package, but you do get the air TV anywhere mm-hmm. and the antenna. So I mean if you're if you're someone that can make use of this, then sounds like it could be a good deal.
2: Yeah, if you um, if you've been thinking about doing it, this is a great way to get into it because it gets you all the things you need for the cost of the antenna. Mm-hmm. And looking at it at the antenna, it is a pretty beefy antenna. This is a, a pretty nice outdoor or in your in your attic unit here that mm-hmm. probably can pick up a pretty large number of channels wherever you are. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I, if you've been thinking about it, go for it. That's what I say. This looks like a really good idea.
0: Yeah. What's going to push
2: you over the edge to cut the cord, Clyde? Yeah. Giving it to you for free?
0: What, to, for me to cut the
2: cord? Yeah. No, um, I mean, literally go over the air instead.
0: I was going to say, to get me to cut the cord, uh, all Comcast had to do was go to all digital. And then I could no longer get free cable over my business class internet <laughs> connection. Uh, that was 2009, so, uh, yeah, I, so, I can't cut any more cables. So
2: all they did was, you know, enforce the rules that you were supposed to follow?
0: No, they went from analog. You used uh, to be able to get majority of the can't. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it, well, well, we could talk about that later. I, I, I think we've <laughs> talked about it before. It wasn't like I was... Um, We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> you sure about that?
2: Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, last week, right after the show, uh, the story hit, we really didn't get to talk about it last week. Paramount Plus we, is officially coming out on March 4th and they've announced the pricing as five dollars per month with ads and ten dollars a month if you're going to go without also if you go with the ten dollar buck the pen it does come with a couple more, more pre a couple more things that you wouldn't get in the base plan plan as well more sports uh more uh, live and local stations you get access to the live and local stations and uh you get uh access to the cbs live as well so
0: you're getting a mountain of content. <laughs>
2: um,
0: okay. Yeah, um, that
2: joke is all I mean, that's the first I heard of it and it's too old already. I'm just going to say. I saw
0: yeah. it and I was just like uh, You know, yeah, yeah um, they're they're going
2: to they're they're going to they're, they're going to do that, aren't they? That's going to be what they do for a while.
0: No, that's their slogan. That's no. that's the new slogan. At least it's better than CBS all access, sort of. Yeah. All the, not all the
2: access. Yes. We, we, even,
0: there. even all access with even more access, but still not all access. Um, so I'm, I don't remember what was the cost of CBS All Access. Is it's this actually, seems cheaper? This no, seems actually, this is a cheaper. dollar
2: more expensive. Oh, is it? It is actually yeah. a dollar more expensive. Yeah.
1: CBS All Access was about five bucks a, a month. Okay. And, uh, I, and I still have it. I pay it annually. Right. Um, and also, go ahead. No. Uh, All, also, if you are currently
2: a CBS All Access uh, viewer and you uh, decide to keep, you know, to basically grandfather your your plan in, the, the there's one thing I think you lose out of it. I think you lose access to your local uh, CBS channels because it's I think it's it's nine dollars a month or eight dollars a month instead of ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the one thing that they will hold back from you. But otherwise, you get everything else for uh, at that $1 less a month of rate until you decide to move over to the, the, the dollar more a month to get access to that. Apparently, that is what they are doing uh, with the, with the user, customers who still have the old pricing model.
1: Actually, I don't think it's a bad deal. I mean, you look at all the content, right? Yeah, 2,500 movies, a 1,000 sporting events. Yeah. Thirty thousand episodes of TV shows.
0: Yeah, if you can find content that you're actually interested in, then yeah, it's not a bad deal. Um, I still haven't seen anything uh, that I'm interested in on this service, uh, whether it's called CBS or Paramount. So right, yeah.
1: No, yeah. you know the the other cool thing too is like on uh, select movies. They don't. They don't say which one. But uh, some of the movies, the new releases that they re- will be releasing throughout the summer or throughout the rest of the year, um, it'll it'll make the movie available on the service like thirty to forty five days after the release. So, like so a Quiet awesome.
0: Place Part Two and Mission Impossible Seven.
1: Hmm.
0: That's in the thing. Uh, okay. Well, me, neither probably, one of them. I, I care. Well, about.
1: that's probably two of the first two, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll have something better. Of as, course. You know, along, I mean, those two movies. Okay, not two good examples, I would say. Yeah. Although well, I, I it will says say most of the Mission Impossible movies I have enjoyed, I'll probably hmm. watch this one when it comes out. But um,
0: yeah, it says know. thirty to forty-five days after their theatrical release. Hmm. So that's like when streaming happens anyway
1: <laughs> and uh, I can
0: just rent it for $3 on Amazon yeah, or whatever. Very
1: likely. Yeah. Well, well, traditionally there would be four months. After.
0: Yeah, the, those we were talking about that beforehand. Uh, those time limits are dead and they're not coming back.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I mean, okay. Yeah. That, yeah, I get what you're saying, that's the new <laughs> normal. But, uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, you get all the
0: Paramount movies, including in the service. Oh, w- uh, sorry. With other new movies coming out, coming to Paramount Plus ninety days after their initial release. Oh, like, but yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh, all I gotta say is the only th- thing that really sold me on CBS All Access. Was the and it was the Star Trek stuff. Uh, we I, I I enjoyed Picard, although I felt like it was a weird ending, and I really enjoyed Lord X. Lord X is uh, is
0: uh, if it's just a great uh, show. Yeah, that's the thing is I the <laughs> only thing show. that CBS All Access and now Paramount really had that they could tout was the Star Trek stuff, and I right. have zero interest in that. So you,
2: one day you're gonna have to watch Lord X. You will enjoy. it
0: yeah we'll, we'll hmm. see
2: maybe uh but last week we also talked about the fact that uh, apple music came to the google tv and android tv devices this week amazon music is, is uh, joining the uh, the google tv and android devices party see. wasn't it apple tv plus last week it was apple music yeah oh. and this week it's amazon music okay. it's like uh one looks like it's like apple said hey we're gonna do this and amazon's like oh crap we need to do that too or maybe this just per chance i can't tell but it sure does seem interesting (laughs) landed right next to each other the in our hey
0: another product i don't use is going to be available everywhere but it's good for people that do use it exactly it's and and quite frankly this was
2: another bit flip by uh amazon guys come on it's not that hard again it yeah, it really boggles the mind that this kind of stuff isn't something that they take care of right away so oh well that kind of thing uh let's see what else we got here Google play all right here's an interesting uh, Google play books is uh, a, a competitor to your uh, um, your other a- a- online bookstores specifically the one so
0: this made. is just another name for audible right no.
2: <laughs> Although they do sell uh, audiobooks on there too. I've actually uh I've actually
0: uh, used Oh, that. oh, sorry, sorry. Kindle. Kindle yeah. is the word I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah, you're thinking Kindle or ebooks uh, through Amazon's. That is the number one seller of uh, books in the, of Well, I thought
0: Kindle was the name is like the official name for ebooks. No. Kind of like when I need to blow my nose, I grab Kleenex.
2: That's facial tissue. <laughs>
0: They, no, it's Kleenex. Just no, it's like, great. uh, when I was washing my car, I was listening to my Walkman.
2: And a dude, and I, I bet you anything, when you make a copy, you go to the Xerox, right? I'm yeah, sure you do, absolutely. Right? No, 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 dude. <laughs> They've got their corporate hooks into you, man. I just got it's like no. Kindle. <laughs> no, uh, no, it's not a Kindle. It's a, it is an ebook, and the ebooks, uh, uh, Google Play Books has been an option for you to watch to get your books. Uh, for quite some time uh this story is about google use uh uh, focusing on uh uh on ebooks being read aloud uh for kids books uh this is uh for kids books aged from birth to eight and includes the option for it to read out loud as long as you uh, sign up for this uh, read aloud program that they have going on here uh, that also has the ability to, while you're reading the book, to pause and touch a word, and it will break that word down in like how you say it and spell it. Um, uh, for, it's really focused on getting new re- new young readers reading more.
0: I hope it sounds terrifying, like a speaking spell when the batteries are dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> it uh, you sounded know, like it was possessed. <laughs>
2: uh, long time ago they actually had uh the ability to uh read the books and i think they lost that ability due to mm-hmm. rights uh because they probably just turned on the feature and then it's probably all the book authors were like uh no we don't want you doing that That we have like whole book a uh, whole copyright laws so, i so, thought i thought
0: that that was only enabled previously for the open or the Royalty free stuff that might be true. But, um, but
2: actually, it was pretty much any book I could Mm -hmm. I actually had the ability to uh, play it and then that uh, that feature went away. This is that them apparently uh, working with an organization um, called the uh, National Read Across America Day is uh, the organization uh, to make it so these books aimed at the ages zero to eight to be read out loud by Google's uh, uh, voices. Uh, for you so there you go do you have a uh, more more reading for kids which is you know kind of cool
0: all right
2: all right guys uh google has uh has taken cardboard vr and they've decided to fold it up and put it away
0: wait they did that a long time ago
2: no actually they were still selling them and they, they...
0: stopped supporting the vr daydream thing over a year ago why would they still be selling the cardboard that relies on the daydream <laughs> app that they no longer support i don't know but they have
2: uh officially stopped selling it uh which means you no longer came by for 15 dollars i i
0: know i know what, what happened i know what happened when they shut down all the other stuff Nobody was buying it, so they completely forgot that it was still for sale. And then an order came in, and they went, Wait, Jim, didn't you shut down the cardboard? And you hear, Oh, crap. <laughs> I bet that's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's one of those things that you forgot that it was even, st- even in the store until someone tries to order it. <laughs> we didn't take this
1: out of the inventory yet.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, for for me, this was this was one of the things that literally pushed VR to the masses. It's a little mm-hmm. sad to. I mean, it's understandable that it's done because we have many other VR options out in the world. But this was uh, the thing that made it so anybody could use could experience VR. And uh, I really appreciate it. I actually have a, oh yeah, yep, I have, have the daydream. I still have mine. I also have the the, one, the original ViewMaster, not not the original ViewMaster. How do I say this? The first iteration of the VR ViewMaster.
0: I was like the the red ViewMaster where you put in the round disc and you go click. No, well, it is a
2: click. It is
0: a a red red thing you
2: put your phone in. It is literally based on cardboard. Um, and when you had, then you add a little click button, which literally would have an elect a a fake electric finger touch the middle of the screen. It's like okay <laughs> um but no they uh it would uh it was uh nice to have uh uh that cardboard option if you wanted to you could you could build it yourself you could just literally uh get, cut your own pieces they gave you the specs for you to do it yourself if you really wanted to yeah so i thought it was awesome i can't believe it's uh come and gone It's kind of an end of an era oh well it was a cheap brown matte box era so so
0: cool. Yeah, if you ever wanted to get pa- wanted to know what it was like to get paper cuts on your face while <laughs> playing a game,
2: pain's too, <laughs> too late, you cuts. missed your chance. It's not paper cuts, cardboard cuts. Well, man. that sucks. Yes, uh, all right. And last thing I've got here is looks like that if you are a person who are using Dish to watch your games, Dish has got a new enhanced feature if you have a Dish DVR. Will allow you to use uh, the uh, interactive interface on there to place your bets using uh, DraftKings. That's right. Dish is going to allow you to use your Hopper device to uh, bring in the, your options to put some money down on the game that you're watching, as long as you are in an area where betting is legal. Uh, that DraftKings app will be available on any Hopper uh, system that it's eligible for, and it doesn't cost anything for you to have it. So,
0: okay. Um... If you remember back just a few episodes ago, we talked about how Fubo was teaming with an online betting uh, company to do sports betting. And Hmm. people said, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. They shouldn't do that. But the stock market thought this is a great idea. And Mm Fubo stock went through the roof. Well... Dish is eating their lunch because when Dish just announced this, yeah, they went, all of a sudden everybody went, Oh, never mind. And <laughs> sold all their FUBO stock, and FUBO oh. just like crashed. Um, this is literally exactly what FUBO announced a few months back or a few weeks back, and everybody said it was crazy. But then when Dish and DraftKings do it, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's
2: DraftKings. That's
0: What's what? What's that? It, but it's DraftKings. Oh, but I I think it was DraftKings uh, that was teaming up with Fubo. Yeah, uh, maybe I can't remember. But I I think it was the same. It was the same company. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, poor Fubo. They finally got a break. This has been a this has been a terrible year for Fubo, the sports oriented streaming service. Um, yeah. they finally they finally got something that put them out in front of everybody and then dish comes along and add insult to injury. It's dish. Right. And you know, if it it had been someone like Philo or, or let's say sling, then, you know, it'd probably be easier to handle, but to get the rug pulled out from under you by dish. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I liked my hopper back when I
2: had one. It was great. Yeah. I like it. There's nothing wrong with dish, I gotta say, except for its old technology.
0: Except for it's a dish. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hey, well,
2: that's all you can get. That's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. That's all I gotta say. I
0: I agree. (laughs) But what else is better than nothing? All of the people that support us on Patreon, even if they gave us nothing, nothing, that would be fine. But the thing is, they give us more than nothing, and that's better. That is better So to all of you that are currently supporting This show via Patreon We love you, we thank you You are awesome If you are not supporting us but would like to uh, Head on over to Patreon.com Slash the VOD squad And uh, Drop whatever you feel is necessary we, we won't We won't judge you either way But Absolutely. We should rant and rave about some stuff where we do judge things. Either oh, way. okay. That's the whole point. Okay. Getting angry. Getting judged. Yeah. Yeah. Like All righty, <laughs> Matt.
2: What you got? Uh, so I don't have much as far as like media consumption this week this mm-hmm. is another one of those slow weeks for me as far as that goes but I gotta say one thing that I shared in our uh, in our uh, in our discord but I didn't share publicly you won't see it on my channel it's just a private link on YouTube um, I fixed some Chromebooks today and yesterday uh, for the last couple days yeah. and uh, I'm, and uh, <laughs> you okay I man? I just
0: thought about it <laughs>
2: So I gotta say, uh, I've had some weird broken Chromebooks in my in my day. From you know, my dog stepped on it, which broke the screen. To I dropped it, which you know, miss, bring missing keys and all that kind of fun stuff. That's not a big deal. This one, um, somebody poured milk all over it. Yeah, and by the time I got to it. I could see the milk oozing out of the the side buttons because it's a Chromebook that that you do with side buttons. When you press on it, you can see the milk oozing out of it, which is kind of gross. So I grabbed that Chromebook and then I got busy and I hadn't gotten to it for like a week and a half. So I just got to it this week and um, I opened it up. And I was getting to the point where I was opening up and I was like, "Okay, this is getting interesting. So So what
0: you needed, what you need to do is record it and put it on YouTube.
2: So I threw my phone on uh, my phone on on video mode and I recorded it, and I sent it on YouTube and I put a little uh, video of me opening it and the sound it makes (laughs) when you when I opened it up, it was kind of appealing, yucky sound. It was it was bad and it smelled bad, and yeah, you know, kids, um. Don't spill milk on your Chromebooks. Don't eat around your Chromebooks. Somebody has to clean up that. And that someone is probably going to be me.
0: Yeah. That's it. Milk, it does a Chromebook good. It does a Chromebook bad. <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, go out to YouTube. Uh, oh, I didn't share. That it's, 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 it's not, oh, it's private? It's, 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 oh, I made it, it private. Public. Should, I, should I make it public? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Make it public. I didn't realize it was private. I will make it public
2: and I will share it. No, I made it private at first because, you know. (laughs) All right, I'll do that while you guys talk in the next part, that's it for me. All right, Jimmy, what you got?
1: Yeah, so I'm going through the, uh, I I was late getting to it, you know, the uh, third season of Star Trek, uh, the new uh, Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. So enjoying that one. Um, also, too, me and my wife just recently started a new show. It's called, uh, it's on CBS. Uh, I'm a, a CBS All Access subscriber. Mm-hmm. I guess, or I guess tomorrow would be a Paramount Plus one. Mm-hmm. But um, um, but there's a new show there called uh, uh, Tough as Nets, right? It's it's one of these shows, it's, uh, it's a competition show. And what it is, is they take people from all walks of life and they, uh, people who are supposed to be tough. And and it's kind of like, you you gotta go through all this series of competitions, even just to get onto the show, right? So then they take like the top 12 people that uh, uh, make it to the show and they put them through this, uh, you know, uh, everyday blue collar type work, you know, as a competition, right? So um, you know, in, interesting show, uh, interesting premise, but you know, it's like a lot of competition shows, I, I guess you'd see out there, right? But it, but it, it's it's centered around all the uh, blue collar stuff. So like you know, you might be laying bricks one episode, you know, racing to uh, with things in a wheelbarrow, you know, in, in another show, right? You know, th- 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 those kind of things, right? So is it hosted
0: um, by Mike Rowe? no but it should be they should be that from yeah. based on what you thought, first yeah, thing i it, think of is micro so it is, it is, they it, totally it missed. Is.
1: yeah that, well the only thing was though he just talked to everyday people about the you know the dirty jobs they do well, yeah right? but still but but uh but this is the competition thing right yeah so, uh but but know, yeah, so far so good we, we just started it so uh but we enjoyed it here at first you know we'll hopefully we'll keep enjoying that and um so yeah, that's
2: what I've been watching.
0: All right, very cool. Word. So I picked up. I I've been looking for a uh, a multi-channel amp, like a keyboard amp. Uh, mm-hmm. that now that I've moved all my music gear into my room, I needed something that I could that uh plug my e-drums and my uh, keyboard into Uh, because I always ran him through a PA previously, but I don't really have room in here for my full PA. So I've been looking I was about ready to break down and buy a Behringer, Behringer, whatever, uh, knockoff amp. And it's pretty well known my thoughts about Behringer. because they're not really known for quality, uh, you know, it's like, but rather than spend the $300 on an amp that may last me a couple of years, I ran across in my normal daily searches uh, an older Roland uh, keyboard app, which was probably about a $700 amp originally. Hmm. But as a... I typically do. I found one that was it was 50 bucks because it has issues. And that's the kind of stuff that I always go for. I get <laughs> it, I fix it, and then it's great. I uh, opened this thing up and then I remembered. I com- I remembered why I hate Roland. I don't buy their products. The only good stuff I've ever had from Roland are from the 90s. They haven't had good quality since like 2000. And this amp is perfect example where I was looking looking at the main, uh, the preamp circuit board and there's just cold solder joints everywhere. Uh, the previous owner was telling me that, you know, uh, at least one of the channels never worked right and he's owned it, he bought it new. And I looked at that channel and sure enough, there's like solder bridges. This is all stuff from the factory. And he had taken it, I guess he had taken it to an authorized service to replace one of the the master volume pot. And I looked at that and that the board is just, it's a terrible solder job. Um, So I reached out to Roland, I found the schematic I found the part numbers, but the thing is the part numbers don't equate to their internal numbers. They don't equate to anything publicly available. So I reached out to them. Uh, When you create an account with uh, Roland, it, you have a, there's a parts request feature. And when I reached out to them, they basically told me to F off. Oh, They said, nope, you have to take it to an authorized service center, (laughs) which I left. It's like, number one, this amp is so old that they don't even list it in their system when I had to register it. I had to register it under the wrong model. Number two. Part of the damage to this was caused by their authorized service center. And number three. Mm -hmm. It's just ridiculous. and i i flash back to about 10 years ago i tried to get something from them and, and then i the same thing and i just remembered this is why i don't i do not buy anything from roland absolutely hate that company they are impossible to work with if you're if you're going to if you're going to buy something from roland get something you know pre 2000 like an old synth, you're fine. Anything right. after is just garbage. And they, that's basically, they're, they're, they just, they said, well, you, you just need to buy a new amp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I mean, all it is is two of the volume pots are need to be replaced because they're just physically falling apart. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to clean them like I normally do with potentiometers, you just, you can clean it with contact cleaner, but these ones are so worn out. And then, like I said, there's, I, I, I'm i going to end up having to go through this entire board and resolder everything. everything. Um, but when I'm done, it'll be a middle finger back to them. And I'm doing as I told them I would when I ended our conversation, I'm telling all of you out there listening, do not buy anything from Roland they're terrible to deal with their stuff is not quality used to be used to be good quality but not not for a long time i have not dealt with anything with
2: roland except uh long time back in the day 90s and earlier uh i had dealt with their uh their midi synths just the just the uh, like the boxes you would put mm-hmm. next to your computer to generate the music out of yep. uh Old games. Those were great. Oh, yeah. Those were well, like I said, they used to be great. Their stuff used to be great. So but I've I got, have but, but I haven't seen anything from Roland since, so I have no idea.
0: Yeah. Um, there there's a reason that because the this amp you can look up, it's a KC five hundred, it's a fifteen inch amp. It's a good size four channel amp. Um, but they don't they're not known they're not well regarded and I'm looking at it (laughs) and I'm finding out why there's no Um, image even on on Roland's website of it. It's like, (laughs) it's, it's, it's like you're, you're talking, this thing's like 10, 15 years old, which for an amp doesn't matter. I've my, uh, two by 12 guitar amp that I've been hauling around forever is a crate from the early eighties. Um, and it's, I've never once had to open it up. I've never had to do anything other than, you know, clean some pots because oxidation is just, you know, there's air. So mm-hmm. uh, unless you store your stuff in a vacuum, you're going to get oxidation inside the potentiometers. Or
2: um, nitrogen rich environment. Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm. you, do do you want clean electronics or do you want to be able to breathe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <to you. laughs> breathing's um, kind of nice. But yeah, uh I mean I've right down here on on the my rack that's next to my I've got one of my favorite old vintage uh synths. It's a JV880. It's from like 1992. That thing's great. Um and but like I said that's one of the last and uh
2: Yeah, that those synths are great. That the, I I have I I I I've had i've only dealt with like two or three models of them they've been mm-hmm. you know they're mini since so you can't screw that up can you i'm sure you can
0: yeah. well the the 80s series that the ones that came after were kind of eh but uh i mean it's not even really a synth. it's a rompler as they call it they you've got sound it's uh it's a rom player gotcha you've got sounds are like and they're doing pitch sound patches you're not actually synthesizing you're just playing a patch yeah. Yeah. But, yeah but that's fine this this one sounds you know when i want to get out uh when i start i i get the the urge to play the theme song from terminator that's the thing i get out because yeah, i got that sound it yeah it it, it's, it it was the sound of like everything in the early in the 90s 80s. But uh, yes. Um, so
1: for some reason or other, I think of songs by Styx or something like that.
0: Maybe. But I I think uh they were before Roland really got going, uh, they were probably on Korgs, but uh hmm. yeah, who knows? Hmm. Uh but yeah, I, I I did exactly what I threatened to do. I just reminding people that Roland is no longer a good company. They're a nightmare to deal with. If you've got money to burn and you're just gonna buy a new thing later, go ahead. Buy (laughs) bearing And That's the sad thing, is I almost kinda I'd I'd almost say you're better off going with the bearinger. Um it's fine. Which makes me feel dirty. Well, it's the thing, Behringer has gotten better
2: I mean, it got it's gotten oh, better over
0: time No, uh, the Behringer Product line has gotten better Because they purchased other companies
2: Okay, well that's fine
0: Their stuff is Still just uh, Copies
2: yeah, it's fine. That's fine. That's fine. It, uh, you know, you need to have somebody to come in here yeah, and yeah. make the generic brand. I got. Yeah, no I, I
0: mean, because I mean, I've, I like mono I've, price, I've used, so that's
2: what it says. Yeah, something.
0: I've used Behringer stuff going back to the early 2000s. And some of it was okay. Some of it was absolute trash. And that was the problem with Behringer is you never knew. You You didn't know it wasn't like, I know this is only get you know across the board, it's gonna last me two years, but the price is right. With Behringer, it was always a roll of the dice, it could be really expensive and be absolute crap, or really cheap and be really good, but you never knew.
2: I have a question for you, but I will wait and ask for it after the show. That's fine. All right.
0: Well, I mean, I I guess I could be right now. So if we just shut this down. So, uh, thanks everybody for hanging out with us tonight. As always, we are here live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central here on Twitch. If you are watching this after the fact, come join us live sometime. You know, uh, this is where you get to participate in the chat. You get to submit titles. Yes, there are titles that you guys get to vote on in the post show. And yes, there is a post show. Uh, Head on over to tbs.showbot.tv, Get those votes in. We will talk about those here in a minute. And then also a reminder to everyone, if you are hearing our voice, and if you have not done so, head on over to YouTube. Uh, Do a search for the VOD Squad and hit the subscribe button. You never have to go back. You don't actually have to watch anything. I, I don't care if you ring that bell or not. <laughs> uh, we just need, we're getting close. I think last time we checked, we were in the eighties. We need a few more subscribes so that we can get our custom vanity URL. Yep. Get youtube.com slash the VOD squad. Right now you have to search for it because they won't let us have it. Yep. We need a hundred we're getting, we're, we're so close and I really don't want to have to create 20 new YouTube (laughs) accounts. (laughs) I I think I've already subscribed, uh, you know, on all six or seven Gmail accounts that I have. Um, uh, don't make me, uh, Mm. make more, (laughs) uh, and anything else I'm forgetting. I don't think so. Oh, if you haven't, if you didn't know, we are uh, also audio only on podcast form. It's available everywhere, everywhere that podcasts are available. If you've managed to find some place that it isn't available, send us a note on Twitter at the VOD squad or in our email, the VOD com. at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, Let us know and we will make sure it gets there. But, uh, I think that's enough, uh, and we should just do this now. All right. Bye. Later, guys. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program.